0: This is Rebecca Fillmore, and I want to welcome you to Her Inspired Mind Podcast. Each week, I will be helping you strengthen your mind, be inspired, encouraged, and empowered. Be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you aren't yet, follow me on Instagram at inspirehermindset for daily inspiration. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Her Inspired Mind Podcast. Today, I want to talk about relationships, relationships with other people in general. So the other day, I posted something on my Facebook page just asking in general, what do you feel like you struggle the most when it comes to relationships? And I got a lot of feedback. So I thought it would only be appropriate that I would make a podcast episode out of it. So, the first thing I want to talk about in identifying what are the biggest struggles or why we struggle so much in relationships, um, your relationship with yourself will determine how your relationship with others will be. So that's why I believe that is so important that. Before you try to get to know anybody else, before you try to love anybody else, you need to know yourself and who you are, and you need to love yourself before you try to love or even try to be there for anybody else. So I want to ask you, how are you showing up for yourself? How are you loving on yourself? Are there some areas that you need to work on? Because the reality is that no matter how much we give to others, no matter how much we ask from others, we're going to struggle in relationships if we're not showing up for ourselves first. So the topics I'm going to go over are not being able to trust others, speaking up for your truth and for yourself, being taken advantage of because you're giving too much too fast. And I'm also going to touch on the feminine and masculine energies and also boundaries and being okay with saying no. But before I dig into all of this, I want to talk about something that is essential, that is the number one thing that we have when it comes to having relationships, and that is love, right? Because when we get intimately close with someone, whether it's a friendship, a romantic relationship, there's some kind of love there, right? So the first thing I think we need to identify is what is love? I feel like this world has tainted the love that, or the meaning of love, Like nowadays, everybody's love you, girl. Oh, I love this. I love that. People just allow the word love to roll off their tongue like it's nothing. But the reality is that love is everything because God is love. That huge emotion that we feel is God. Like, think about that. He is that emotion that we feel towards others. So I think that we need to identify what true love is coming from the source, not what people have labeled love to be, but what love truly is. So first Corinthians 13, four through seven says. That love is patient, that it is kind, that it is not jealous, boastful or proud, that it is not rude. It is not irritable. It keeps record of it keeps no record of being wronged it does not rejoice about injustice it never gives up it never loses faith and it is always hopeful and it endures through every circumstance so let's talk a little bit about this right so the first thing is that love is patient it is patient what is patience Well, my husband tells me that he's never met someone more patient than me, right? Um, And to me, patience is just having self-control and and taking your time and not being in a rush, not wanting things fast. And then even when things are not going our way, it's just maintaining a sense of calmness, calmness, a sense of stillness. So for me, when we talk about patience, in a relationship is understanding that nobody's perfect, that people are going to mess up and that we can't be so quick to jump on them. We can't be so quick to condemn them. We can't, you know, be rash and mean towards them and also not forcing people to do things that they don't feel comfortable doing. So if you have someone who is not allowing you to take your time with them, that they're trying to rush you to have sex. They're trying to rush you into a business deal. They're trying to just rush things with you and it makes you feel uncomfortable. That is not loving and vice versa. If you're the one that's doing these things to someone else, it is not loving. It's not you being patient because then you're making someone else feel uncomfortable. And if you're making someone else feel uncomfortable, then how can you say that that is love? And then that goes along with the next thing. Love is kind. Like, what is kindness to you? Kindness is someone who is just nice. Like, they're nice. They're not, you know, rude to you. They're not um, harsh to you. They don't try to belittle you. They don't talk down to you. They don't make you feel like you're less than anything. Um, They don't hit you. They don't verbally abuse you. They don't insult you. They don't do anything to make you feel bad about yourself. It is kind. And on top of that, love isn't jealous. Jealousy can occur not only in romantic relationships, but also in friendships. For example, if you have a friend that has another friend and you get jealous when they're hanging out with that other friend, that is not... Loving. That is not kind. Or even trying to compete with someone else, competing with your own friend, trying to show off and show out more than them, trying to get more attention than them. That is not love. Love isn't boastful. It isn't proud. It, it doesn't brag. It doesn't be like, look at me. Look what I did. You know, I did more money than you. How much did you do? Oh, look at my house. Look at my car look at what i've accomplished and you haven't that is not love right um like i mentioned before it's not rude like you're not rude to someone you love so someone who loves you isn't going to be rude with you love isn't irritable someone's not going to try to get you out of character some not someone's not going to try to push your buttons purposely because they want to see you react Someone's not going to disturb your peace. Someone who truly loves you is not going to try to purposely disturb your peace and, and try to make you feel uncomfortable and do things that are going to make you feel uncomfortable. That is not love. Love keeps no record of being wronged. Man, how many people hold grudges, right? Or If someone cheats in a relationship and you decide to stay with them, you can't keep bringing it up. If you forgave them, you can't keep throwing it in their face. If they messed up on something, you can't keep pointing it out to them that they messed up. You can't hold those grudges, right? Because that is not love. It is something else. It doesn't give up. And it never loses faith. You know, it's easy to say you love someone when things are going right. But what about when you guys are struggling or when that person is going through a hard time? Are is that are you easily going to give up on that person? No, if you truly love them, you're not going to give up on them easily. And the same thing if someone loves you and you're going through some difficult times, they're not going to turn their back on you. They're not going to let you struggle by yourself. They're going to be the first one there supporting you, encouraging you and being there for you. If you end up with a a deadly illness or, or something that happens to you very bad, they're going to show up. They're not going to be MIA, busy doing other things. They're going to be there for you, not only for the good times, but especially during those dark and difficult times when you're struggling. Love is always hopeful and it endures through every circumstance. So I'd be the first one to tell you, like my husband and I, sometimes he gets on my nerves. I get on his nerves. We've gone through some very difficult things. We are a blended family. We both have years before we got together. So there's things that we've both been through, right? And even though there's been times where I've been like, I don't know if this is going to last because it can be very hard, but because we truly do love each other. We've never lost faith. We've always had hope that even though the circumstances have gotten difficult, that it could and would get better. We've endured through some very difficult circumstances in life because life doesn't stop when you get married or you're in a relationship or when you have kids or in general, it doesn't stop. Like life happens you know? And so true love, it endures through every circumstance. Now understand this, I'm not saying, and I know that God doesn't mean this either, is that if you're in an abusive relationship, if someone keeps cheating on you, if they keep treating you badly and and like really messing with your mental, emotional, and physical health, health, that's not what this is saying. It's just say it endures it like if you're going through some hard times, like financial, maybe you're bumping heads for whatever reasons, um, you know, those kind of things. It endures. You don't just give up easily. It's not like that Hollywood love. Like, you know what? We were together for a few years, but now I'm kind of tired of you. And I think I'm going to move on to the next person. Um, you know, we, we don't have nothing in common anymore. Like, no, not. That, that right there is not, it just shows you that that's not true love because true love endures no matter the circumstances, no matter how hard it gets, you guys try to figure something out to make it work. And so this even includes a, with our children, you know, um, when our children are going through difficult times, do we easily just give up on them, kick them to the curve, make them feel bad about themselves, belittle them. That is not love. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't know what true love is because they won't—they were not shown what true love was. For some people, love is buying them things, right? There's parents that maybe they don't show up for their kids physically, but they'll just buy them gifts, go out all extravagantly. But what their kids truly want is that parent to spend one-on-one quality time and show up for the, the most important things that happen in their lives, right? And, you know, even in relationships, sometimes people think, well, you know, I bought you that nice house, that fancy car, but they won't spend that quality time with their significant other that they say they love so much. So, you know, I want you to think about how you were raised. What do you think love is? Does it identify with the true meaning of love that God says is love? Are you currently in a relationship that you've been in for a long time or maybe dealing with someone for a long time because you, quote unquote, love them? But after hearing this, are you thinking or questioning has it been true love? Have they do they really love you by their actions? Because love is an action word. Like it says love is. It is this, this, that, and the other. God is love. Love isn't just the words that we say. It is how we show up for ourselves. It is how we show up for other people. And so if the actions are not aligning with the words that they say then you need to analyze if it is true love. And if you didn't know true love growing up, it doesn't mean that you can't learn what true love is and that you can't start to practice what true love is. Because God helps us with that. If you ask him to show you what true love is, he will. And love is one of the fruits of the spirit like when you allow yourself to be guided by the holy spirit and allow god to lead your life and to really work on your heart and work on your mind and transform you you will begin to show what true love is because that's god being very active in you and not acting selfishly like just doing what we want and just doing what we want because it makes us feel good in whatever moment, that's not living in in unison with the spirit of God. And so that's why the, the world that we live in is really led by the flesh. Like our flesh wants what it wants, right? It's like my flesh wants, sometimes I just want chocolate. <laughs> I just want to eat a big bowl of chocolate. I want some ice cream. I want some cotton candy. You know, sometimes I want Just things that I know that if I drink or eat those things, when I'm done, in the moment, it's going to taste really good and I'm going to be like enjoying it. But what is the aftermath of me consuming those foods? How am I going to feel? Am I going to feel good? No, I'm going to feel guilty because I knew I shouldn't have eaten all that. Then I'm going to have pain because sugar causes inflammation in my body. And then I'm going to feel sick. So when I love myself, I can do, I can show that I love myself by eating healthy foods, by drinking water, by exercising, by listening to my body about how I feel when I'm around certain people or watching certain things, you know? Like, so in order for you to really Start showing up and being there for other people and loving other people. You need to begin with yourself. So I want you to think about your relationship with yourself first and foremost. Are you really showing that you love yourself? Are you showing up for yourself? And then how is your relationship with other people? How are other people treating you? Maybe somebody that you thought loved you or they've told you multiple times that they love you and they can't live without you and that you're their everything. And is it lining up with the word of God of what love truly is? Or are they being selfish and just trying to have you in their lives because they want to keep you and they don't want to lose you and and they tell you all these things. But in, in reality, what they're showing you is selfishness. And it's not love. Because it's not making you feel better about yourself It's not helping you to become that person that you're supposed to be. Instead, it's making you feel bad about yourself. It's holding you back from walking in your purpose. So analyze and I'm talking about not only romantic relationships, I'm talking about even friendships Are do they have your best interest in mind? Do they make you feel good? Do they show up for you when you need them the most? Or are you the one that's giving all of that to them and they're not reciprocating it to you? So I want you to think about that, which brings me to my next thing that I was going to talk about from the responses I got on my Facebook post. So one of the topics was not being able to trust people and just being really guarded when meeting new people. One of the ways that you can begin to trust more in others is to begin to trust yourself more. When you have your guard up is most likely because you've been let down a lot in life. Your trust has been betrayed. So, you know, now you're afraid to trust anybody because all your life people have let you down. People have made promises and they haven't shown up for you. And you know, that's, that's legit, right? To not be able to trust people because of what you've gone through in the past. But one way you can begin to trust more and let your guard down, because when you're always walking around with your guard up, you can be blocking blessings and opportunities that are sent your way. And if you think that everybody is the same, even if someone genuinely comes and wants to be your friend, they want to be a partner, they want to be a part of your life and they have the most genuine intention, but because of what you've gone through in the past, now you're punishing these new people or this new person coming into your life. And if you really think about it, that's not fair, right? You're like, but Rebecca, it's hard. Like, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to be disappointed. Like I've gone through too much. I can't go through through anymore. And I get that because I've been betrayed plenty in my life by people that I never thought would betray me. But that's a hard way to live, don't you think? That's a weight to carry. That everywhere you go, every interaction you have in the back of your mind, you're questioning if this person is going to hurt you. You're questioning if this person is genuine, if you can trust them. And and you're just on alert, high alert all the time. Like that's draining. How can you have energy to think of anything else or to do anything else fully when you're carrying that weight? So the first thing I would suggest you to do is to heal those parts of you that have been hurt. Like truly heal, ask God to heal those parts. Go to counseling, go to therapy, journal through it, you know, work through that pain so that you don't continue to carry that burden and allowing it to affect every other part of your life, every other relationship that you come into contact with. So like for me, for instance, you can have discernment though. Like you can be careful, right? So when I meet someone new, I'm very careful, you know, I'm I'm paying attention to what they're telling me and I'm observing their actions and I'm not doing it in a way where I'm expecting them to do something bad. No, I'm just, you know, you, you just have to pay attention. All right. So if they tell me they're going to show up somewhere or they're going to do something, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm trusting that they're going to do it. Now, if they don't do it and they don't follow through, that's a red flag for me, right? But I use grace. But if they continuously do things or say that they're going to do things and they don't do it, that's telling me that I can't trust them, right? And so it's about just giving people an opportunity to show you who they are. And then not ignoring the red flags and ignoring what they're showing you, but accepting that that is their truth. But here's the thing. I can't take on that load whether or not they are truthful. So if they don't show up for me when they say they are on the smallest thing, and if they keep showing me that's who they are, then I take a step back and I don't give them my time. I don't give them my energy because now they're showing me who they are. But I always give somebody a chance. And the reason I'm able to, to give people a chance is because I know that I haven't been a perfect person and I know that I mess up and I want God to forgive me. I want him to forgive me when I ask him for forgiveness, because the Bible says the same way that you forgive others is the way that your father in heaven is going to forgive you. And so I have forgiven myself first and foremost for the mistakes that I've made in the past. I don't condemn myself. I don't hold all the things that I've done to others to myself. I've forgiven myself. So the first step is, I would like to ask you, is there some things that you need to forgive yourself for? Are the mistakes that you've made that you need to forgive yourself for? And, you know, when you say you're going to do something for yourself, like, for example, if you tell yourself, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to work out. But then when tomorrow comes, Do you show up for yourself or do you do something else? Because your relationship with yourself again is going to determine your relationship with other people. So if you're not showing up for yourself and you don't trust yourself, you cannot expect yourself to trust others. So that's how you gain confidence. Not only trust, but confidence in yourself. So, If you say you're going to do something for yourself, do it. Show up for you. It's not only going to help you to trust yourself, but it's going to help you to start to trust other people. And it's also going to raise your confidence, your self esteem. You're going to be able to show more. You're going to be able to show up more authentically in the world because of you showing up for yourself. And I know it might sound simple, but trust me, it is life changing it is life changing by you just showing up for yourself you can show up a better self in the world so that brings me to my next point is speaking up for yourself and your truth so by you knowing who you are by you loving yourself and by you setting boundaries and knowing what you like what you don't like and keeping those boundaries in place, first and foremost for yourself and for other people, you're going to be able to speak your truth and, you know, speak up for yourself when it needs to be. So I wanna ask you are you living your truth or are you faking the funk? Only you can know that. Cause you can show people that you're a certain way and you can say, that you're this and that and the other, but is that really who you are? Do you know who you are or do you not even know who you are? Because unfortunately there's a lot of people that they don't even know who they are. They're just out here pretending they're putting on a show like a puppet because they, they show up for the world, how they think the world wants them to show up. But in reality, they don't even know what they really want in life. So if you've been struggling to speak up for yourself and speak up, For your own truth, I challenge you to question yourself. Like, do you even know who you are? And if you don't know who you are, you need to spend some time alone discovering who you are. What do you like? What you don't like? What things do you do that you're just doing it because you think other people want you to do them or because you think other people think it's cool? But does it sit well with you? If it doesn't sit well with you, if it doesn't align, well in your spirit and and you just don't feel right doing it stop doing it because you're sabotaging yourself you're setting yourself up for failure not only in your personal relationship with yourself but with other people and again it's it's like you're lying you're living a lie and we know when you lie you have to remember the lies you said because if you don't and you're confronted with that and somebody asks you well didn't you say this and you're like what i didn't say that yeah, you're going to be known as a liar. And nobody wants to be known as a liar, right? So you need to speak your truth and be truthful with yourself and take off the mask that maybe you've been portraying with others and be real with yourself. And in part, that is, you know, I'm I'm broken. I'm hurt in this area in my life. I still need to heal these parts of myself. You know, I was only doing that because people wanted me to do it and because I thought it was, you know, it was cool or because, you know, people were giving me props for it. So I just went along because everybody else was doing it. That is not you being your authentic self. And so. That takes me to my next point, I want you to think about that on that subject, but that brings me to my next point. being taken advantage of and giving too much too fast like man oh man i can relate to this so much i was taking advantage of uh, advantage of quote unquote many times because whenever i got into a new friendship or a new quote unquote relationship if i liked you i'm giving you my all like you you want me to do this i'm jumping got you do you want me to show up there i got you but here's the thing, when you give too much too fast to people, many times they will take advantage of you because a lot of people are very selfish, unfortunately. Um, so you have to know who you're given to. And I'm not saying that everybody's like that, but um, there's this quote that givers need to be careful because takers love to take and you know there's a lot of people who are struggling internally right with their ego and who they are and when they see someone who is so giving and so loving they're they're going to take it you know who people love free stuff <laughs> right so how many times have have you given away your trust for free you haven't even allowed someone to work for it how many times have you given your yourself fully to someone without even setting boundaries and expectations and what you do like what you don't like you're just like you know what I like you were connected let's go right that is not that other person's fault that is your fault and I accept responsibility for the people that I say in my past took advantage of me that was my fault you know I should have taken my time I should have gotten to know them more before I started to give so much I should have seen the red flags and ran the other way. I should have, you know, set those boundaries and not budge because I wanted to make them feel happy and and not let them down when really deep down inside, I didn't feel good doing it. So again, this goes back to knowing yourself and loving yourself before you can know and love anyone else. I want y'all to really understand that your relationship with other people is a reflection of your relationship with yourself. So that's why if you've been running away from yourself and who you are and you don't, you can't even look at yourself in the mirror because you still haven't forgiven yourself for, for some things or you're ashamed about some things, like the time has come for you to stop running and really be intentional about healing yourself, healing your mind healing your heart, healing your spirit, healing your relationship with God. Because sometimes we even get mad with God because of the things that we've gone through in life. And that just jacks us up because truly, 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 we are spiritual beings. So when we are lacking that relationship with the spirit of God, we struggle. We can try to do it on our own. We can try to go figure it out on our own. But the reality is that we can't do it. And because trust me, I've been there. I've been angry with God. I've been angry. I've asked him, why Why aren't you listening to me? Why am I in this position? Why have I had to suffer so much? I've asked him those questions. And guess what? He didn't get mad at me. Because he knew. He knew my pain. He knew my hurt. He knew my struggle. And guess what? He showed up for me and he delivered me from that pain, from that suffering, and he brought me out of it and he never abandons me in any part of my life. So that's why I'm able to be here with you today because of what he has done in me. That's why I'm able to talk to you from the experience of feeling the pain and the suffering and not being able to Trust and giving too much because I've been there. But I can't tell you that even though I do have the tools and I do have the disciplines and the daily routines that I have, those are all things that God revealed to me that I needed to do and that I need to continue to work on. So that brings me to my next thing, which is in the feminine and the masculine energy, right? So in the beginning, God created man and woman, right? And there are some things that God gave to man to do. And there are some roles that God gave the woman to do, right? And when we talk about feminine and masculine energy, we can have both at times. So I'll give you an example. Masculine energy is the one that leads, is the tough one, is the one that... uh Chases masculine energy is it's is very bold. Now a feminine is more relaxed, is more of the taking care of things and you know being taken care of even. Like and it's not I don't want to start playing gender roles here or anything like that, but it's just the energy when you're in relationship that you can have. And that we naturally have as men and women. So for example. If a woman. Doesn't feel protected. And she feels guarded. She feels like she can't trust her man. She feels like. She has to do everything in the house. She has to work. She has to cook. She has to clean. She has to lead spiritually. She's taking on the role of the leader. Because this is what I believe. The order. Which is is biblical. Is Christ, the husband, the wife and the children. And it's not saying that the man is above all It's not saying it's just the roles that we have in the order for us to be able to, to live life the way that it needs to be lived, to be able to live in harmony, because it's like our body parts, like our fingers can't do what our nose does. Our lips can't do what our eyes do. So when I talk about The roles that we have in the order that it goes is just the way that we were created to be. And so. I'll give you an example when, you know, my husband gives me the space to be emotional and he's there and he comforts me. Um, He works to provide for our family and he's leading in prayer and he's, you know, leading us to become a better couple. He's planning dates. He's planning the vacations and not putting it on me. That allows me to rest in my feminine energy, like a flower. And to be able to then serve him and love him and cater to him and show up for him easily. I surrender because he's letting me and giving me that space to let my guard down. But if my husband is not leading me spiritually, he's not helping in the house. He's not planning and booking vacations. I'm the one that's doing it. I'm the one. That's going to make me want to get gangster, like I say. <laughs> right, ladies? You feel me? Like, it makes me like, you know what? Like, like what are you here for? Like, I could take care of this all by myself. I could do it. I don't need no man. That's that masculine energy. Right. But that masculine energy in a woman, it it can be exhausting. I don't want to take care of everything. I want to be catered to. Even though I can take care of myself in every aspect, emotionally, mentally, financially. I could be an independent woman. I could take care of everything by myself because I grind hard and I'm an alpha woman. Yes, I can do all of that. We can do all things with ladies. Yes, we can take care of everything. We don't need a man. Yes, but it feels so good. To be able to not have that on top of everything else that I have to do, you know, and and so that's that, you know, intimacy, that intertwining of of each other, and and you know, my man leading, so then I can serve him, and then I can also serve my children better, I can serve my clients better, because we're working as a team, where where that body in our household. Is going to work more smoothly. The same way our physical body works, every body part has a role. It doesn't make one body part more important than the other. I need all my body parts. <laughs> I'll tell you, right? I am blind from my right eye. I can only see through my left eye. And most times it doesn't bother me, but sometimes it does. And I'm sure that if you've hurt a body part, whether you had, you broke a, an arm or a finger, a toe, a foot, when that body part is not functioning right and all your other body, it, it's exhausting on all your other body parts. That's the same way when you're in a relationship and the roles of masculine and fem- and feminine energy are not where they need to be. So that's a topic, you know, I know some people it's a little controversial for some people. I can talk about it more another time if you want me to, um, but, you know, I, th- I think it's important to talk about because when it comes to relationships, relationships can be very difficult, but they are not impossible. And again, just recapping, the more that you know yourself and what role you want to have in the relationships that you have, the more you love yourself, the better you're going to be able to show up in every single relationship with you have, whether it's in your romantic relationships your relationship with your children your relationship with your business partners your co-workers every single relationship is going to reflect and mirror what you still need to work on in yourself so i thank you guys for listening in and i hope that this was helpful please leave a star rating or review And also, if you would like for me to talk about anything, if you would like to also be a guest on my podcast because you feel like you could bring value, send me an uh, email message at inspireherwithin at gmail.com. And also make sure that you connect with me on social media. I am on Instagram at inspirehermindset on Facebook as Rebecca Fillmore. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Please share this. Episode with someone who needs to hear it. And thank you guys for listening from all over the world. It makes me so feel so excited to just see so many more countries um where you guys are listening. And please send me a message. Let me know you're listening. I would love to get to know y'all. If anybody that knows me knows I love to meet new people. Um and just the feedback that you give me helps me to create more podcast episodes that are gonna help you guys out because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to serve you and to give you value thank you so much and i'll talk to you guys soon god bless